Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. We hope you enjoy it. All right, I am glad to have you here for week three of our series called 21 Days of Prayer. Here at Okuo Church, we like to kick off each year with two different things. The first is we like to have a season of intentional prayer to kick off each year. We want to make sure that we are all reminded that prayer is the first thing we do and not our last resort. And I want to make sure that everyone in here is making an effort to step up their prayer life. It's one of the best things that we can do for ourselves spiritually. And, and really, honestly, it's one of the best things that we can do for ourselves uh, with our mental health. Being able to stop and spend some time with God and, and speak to Him and, and listen to Him. Not only that, it also gets us ready to take on this new year. The second thing we like to kick off each year with is a word or a phrase that will be guiding us for the year. So last year, in 2021, we talked about being fruitful. And this year, the word that was given to us by God is sturdy. So 2022 will be the year that all of us here at Akuo Church will build ourselves into something sturdy. 2022 will be the year that we are sturdy enough to take on the storms that this world has to offer. 2022 will be the year that we are sturdy enough to take on the weight of our lives for ourselves, for our friends, for our families, and even our neighbors. Now to do this, we won't be able to rely on our own strengths or abilities. We will need to be built on the right foundation. We find the scripture we'll be referencing for this year that speaks exactly to that in Matthew 7. Here, Jesus says, Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it was built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. So for us to be sturdy in 2022, we need to have our entire lives built upon a bedrock, something sturdy like Jesus. And that is what this year will be about and what this series is kicking off this year. Now for us to better understand all of this, I want to talk about names, particularly my name. Now, most of you know me as Humby, but not all of you would know that that's just my nickname. My real name is Humberto, and I'm actually the third one. I'm actually Humberto the third. Uh, my grandpa was the first one to name that, but my grandma hated all the nicknames that came along with Humberto, like Bert or Beto. They just, they were not her favorites. So when my dad was coming along, and they decided to also name him Humberto, my grandma decided to come up with a nickname for him all on her own. She decided to call him Humby. And that name has stuck with my dad to this very day. Then him and my mom decided to also give me that same name. So in my family, my dad is known as Big Humby, and I'm known as Little Humby. Now growing up, there were times where I didn't necessarily like having a name that was like different 
It, you know, when, when you're young, being different feels weird and, and you're just like trying to find something else in a, in a different way. But as I've gotten older, I've been so happy to have a name like I do. And I know one of my favorite moments of having this name that was given to me came at my graduation from UTSA. I had to, you know, you, you stand there and you wait in line and then, you know, they, they are calling out names. And then finally it came to me and I'm like standing there waiting to go on the stage. And then the PA announcer said, up next, Umberto Ricardo Cervera El Tercero. And I was like, oh man, there was just like real joy knowing that my name was, was that. And then I got to learn over time that it's more than just a name, it's a legacy. And because of that, when Lauren got pregnant, my wife got pregnant, we decided that our son would be Umberto IV, but we, we let him go by his middle name. Because that would just be way too many Humvees at every single family function. I guess it'd be like big Humvee, little Humvee, and baby Humvee, but we just weren't doing that. So to point, the point of all of this is that a name is important, incredibly important. And the people of ancient Israel felt the same way. They felt incredibly strong about making sure that someone's name was chosen with deep thought. They thought that a name was connected to someone's nature and who they were. And we see this idea at work in the Jewish scripture known as the Old Testament. This is actually something uh, that has continued within the Jewish faith to this day. And in the book of Genesis, there's a story of a man named Jacob. Now, Jacob is closely associated with the word deceiver and the word heel, like the bottom of your foot. Now, it's, it's basically kind of loosely translated into like a heel catcher, like a person that would grab your foot as you're walking by. Really, it's like a person that would look to trip you up. This is what the name that was given to him, like what kind of parents give somebody a name like that? But, but anyways, that, that's on, it's, it's like you're on the run from, from two different groups and, and he's on the run from two different groups and he finds himself less than a day away from being overtaken by these two different groups and he's running from them, this deceiver, this grabber of feet and he has nowhere else to go but trust that God is gonna take care of it. That's the only chance he has. So in the middle of the night, a representative of God, an angel, comes into Jacob's camp and a fight ensues. And the angel wrestles Jacob down to the ground and Jacob ends up holding onto him and refuses to let go. So the angel touches Jacob's hip and completely dislocates it with a touch. And it's at this point that Jacob says, in the middle of all of his pain, that he's not letting go until he gets blessed. And here's what happened. What is your name? The man asked. He replied, Jacob. Well, your name will no longer be Jacob, the man told him. From now on, you will be called Israel because you have fought with God and with men and have won. It's in this that we see the angel ask Jacob for his name, basically saying, what kind of person have you been up to this point? You see, because Jacob had been given such amazing blessings from God and all he was using them for was his own will. Jacob was just looking out for Jacob and not looking out to, for what God's will was. Up to this point, Jacob had been fighting against God and against his fellow men only for the benefit of himself. And it was in this wrestling match that Jacob fully understood that he couldn't deal with everything in the world and he was finally going up against something stronger than himself, God. So the blessing Jacob is given is a new name, Israel. Now, instead of fighting against God and man, he's now fighting with God and man. 
Here's how theologian Dr. Thomas L. Constable explains this change for Jacob. He says, God gave him a new name that indicated his new relationship to God. Israel means God's warrior. Jacob's new name introduced a new phase of his life. And Jacob lived the rest of his life in that way. So with this context, we can see and understand what it means for a name to be given in a certain way. In that culture, a name meant what someone's purpose was. Jacob became Israel and became that warrior for God. A name is what set up a person's life. It literally defined what you would do for the rest of your life. And we see that tradition continue in the story of Jesus. You see, when his mother Mary becomes pregnant, it's totally a curveball thrown to her fiancé Joseph. So much so that an angel has to show up to explain to Joseph that he should continue to marry this pregnant woman that he did not impregnate. The angel is successful in moving Joseph to wed Mary, and he also had some extra instructions for Joseph. Here's what the angel said to him. And Mary will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Okay, so we have context. We know that in that culture, names were not insignificant. They were very significant. And God wanted his son to be named Jesus. And Jesus means the Lord saves, which was the exact purpose that Jesus was sent down to the earth for. He was sent so he could be the method in which God would save the world. Jesus, who was God in human form, came down and gave up himself to save all of us. But before Jesus could do all that, he made sure to teach all of his disciples the right way to do things. Just last week, we had my good friend, Pastor John Pyle, with us. And, and thanks to John for doing a great job walking us through the basics of prayer, really the way that Jesus wanted us to pray. He showed us how Jesus asked us to pray. But that's not the only instruction that Jesus gave on prayer. He wanted to explain to his disciples also how they needed to pray once Jesus was no longer physically with them. And this teaching that Jesus gave to the disciples was recorded by one of his disciples and good friends, John. So let's take a look at what Jesus had to say. At that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth. You will ask the Father directly and he will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name and you will receive and you will have abundant joy. All right, guys, there's a lot to unpack here. First off, Jesus is explaining that he won't be with the disciples all the time. At some point, they're going to need to know how to operate without him. They won't need to ask Jesus for anything because something new is going to happen. And then right after that, Jesus says, I tell you the truth. Now, anytime you're reading Jesus's words and he starts a sentence with, I tell you the truth, whatever follows that, you need to pay special attention to what comes next. Because when he says, I tell you the truth, it is an emphasis on what is about to come next. 
It's like if a teacher was at the front of the class watching their students kind of lose attention and they know something is gonna come up on the test. So they're like, hey, hey, uh, let's look at this right here. Everybody be paying attention. Or like if, if someone's falling asleep or you're, you're trying to get someone's attention and you kind of like clap at them like, hey man, hey, look right here, right here, I'm right here. That's essentially what is going on right here. These are all ways to make sure everyone is on the same page. So Jesus in this moment is saying, pay attention to what I'm saying. You will talk to my dad and he's gonna grant you your request because you know me. What Jesus is explaining is that through believing in him and what he did on this earth, we gain a special access to speak directly to God. By using Jesus's name, doors opened up that had been closed off forever. It, it, it kind of reminds me of this, like back in my TV days, I'd have to go to cover sporting events. Now, to properly cover them for our audience, I would need to get access to like the locker room and, and, and the floor, or the field, or whatever it might be. Well, I can't just show up, right? I can't just walk in, even if I had a camera. Now, to get access, what I had to do is I would have to call ahead and get press credentials issued to me by the media relations director of that team. So when I showed up, I would go in and I'd talk to a guy and I'd tell him my name, who I worked for, and who I spoke with. Then they'd look me up on the list, see if I was on the list, and they'd hand me a pass that granted me access to all these places that the average fan, the average person, couldn't get access to. That is the same thing that Jesus is doing for us. He is giving us access that we never have been given before. This is the only time, or this isn't the only time, that Jesus breaks down the way to pray in his name. So let's take a look at what else Jesus said. He says, I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. I hope you're paying special attention here. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. And here he is explaining to his disciples and eventually us that we will be able to do great works, greater works than him, he says. And, and really that, that speaks to us being able to spread the message further than he physically was able to while he was here on this earth. And then Jesus goes back to praying in his name. Jesus wants us to pray in his name. Jesus wants us to have that special access to the Father. Jesus wants us to do it so that we can glorify God. Through our prayers, God is glorified. How amazing is that? God can use us, us messed up beings, in this very simple way to change things and get glory for God. Jesus says to ask for anything that brings glory to the Father in Jesus' name and it will be done. He wants you to build your prayer life on him. Build your prayer life on the name of Jesus because there is nothing sturdier than that. Which is why it's our big idea for today. If you only remember one thing from this message, let it be this. Build your prayer life on the name of Jesus. Build your prayer life on the name of Jesus. And, well, let me help you apply this to your prayer life. Remember, in these 21 days of prayer, we have been encouraging you to do a few things when you pray. 
The first thing is pick a time. It might be morning, it might be night. It, it, it might be like while you're driving to work. Whatever it is, find a time. Then we also want you to pick a book. We want you to be reading through a biblical book. I've been reading through John. I would encourage you to do the same thing. Then pick some topics. Find some things that you want to be praying about that you're asking God to do. Johnson asked for some big stuff. I, I encourage you to do the same. And then write it down. That's what we want you to do. And then we want you to have your prayer life be built on a Jesus' name. We want you to hold on to his name until you receive that blessing that will glorify God. So when you are praying, use Jesus' name. But also, name everything and everyone you are praying for. Don't just say, Jesus, be with my aunt. Say, Jesus, be with Yolanda or Selena or Julie or Debbie or Claudia or, or Ro or Sylvia. Sorry, I, I had to name like all my aunts so nobody was left out. But that's kind of the point for us, right? We don't want people to be left out. Names matter. Names are significant. And we want them all to be included in the prayers that we throw out there to Jesus. This is what building a sturdy prayer life is all about. A building won't be very sturdy if you skip a bunch of steps or you're vague about how it's supposed to be built. Yeah, just hammer that beam into that part over there doesn't mean much. You need to get specific. You need to use the right name. You need to have the right purpose. Names mean something, especially when it was with Jesus, when it is with Jesus. Remember, his name meant the Lord saves. He was the way that God saved and continues to save. Jesus explained this to his disciples, how this would happen. He broke down how the Holy Spirit would come down and be with them and us eventually when he left. Jesus explained how to pray once he was in heaven. Then at the end of this conversation, Jesus had one question for the disciples. Jesus asked, do you finally believe? And that's the question I have for you. Do you finally believe? Do you finally believe that Jesus can use you to do things greater than you ever imagined? Do you finally believe that you don't have to be at a certain level of holy for Jesus to use you? Do you finally believe that it was Jesus that wiped away all the ways you have fallen short in your past? Do you believe that it is Jesus that will wipe away all the ways that you will fall short in the future? And do you believe that if you ask him, he will do it? If you do, will you just type that in the chat? I believe. Now, if this is the first time you've made the decision to believe in all these things about Jesus, this is actually a special day. By believing in Jesus, you get that special access to God. It's that easy, and it's all through believing. Now, just to confirm that belief, I'm going to lead you in a, in a short conversation, or, or it might be called a prayer, between you and Jesus. And, and to make it a little easier, I'm going to ask all of our community here at Akuo to pray along with you, because here at Akuo, you are never praying alone. There's always a community with you. So you all just pray something like this. Just say something like, Jesus, I believe. I believe in you and what you did here on this earth. Today, the best way I know how, I give you my life. Amen. Now let's keep our heads bowed. What I want to do is give all of you a chance to pray.
I wanna give you the space in this service during this message right now to connect to God in the exact way you need to. So what we're gonna do is put three minutes up on a timer and then I'll return after those three minutes are up to help you finish, out, finish up all of your prayers. Our three minutes starts right now. All right, Jesus, thank you for everything you did for us. Jesus, thank you for the cross. Jesus, thank you for laying your life down for us, for me. Jesus, thank you for your name. Jesus, thank you for being the only name that I need. Jesus, thank you for being the only name that can save. Jesus, I ask 
that for the rest of our days, that you would continue to speak to us and move us in the right direction. Jesus, help us build our lives on you. Jesus, thank you for everything. And we pray all of these things in your holy, mighty, awesome, loving, beautiful, amazing name, Jesus. Amen. Now, before you go, there are a few things I, I want to share with you. The first one is a big one. Now, as, as some of you may know, we have been planning to get into the gym here at Redeemer Lutheran School since we first started Akuo, uh, you know, a little bit over 18 months ago. And, and well, we have been working for a while to get the right plans together, talking with the engineers, making sure it's all good. Now, with that being said, we are very close to being in the building while in phase one of what we eventually want to do with it. Basically, we'll have heat and we'll be comfortable while we are in the gym. Now, while this is very exciting, I want us to be very excited about this. I also want to temper your expectations here. We still have a lot of work for us to go before we can get it to a point where like, we feel really comfortable with what uh, that room is gonna look like. So please, be patient with us as we start to make this move sometime within the next few months. Now, the next thing to share with you are our community groups. They will be starting back up on the week of January the 24th. Now, you can see all the groups that we currently have available at our website. All you have to do is go to akuo.church community. Also, if you would like to lead or host one of our groups getting started this semester, you can go to our social media and find the links there. Now, the next thing I wanna talk about is one of the many ways that you can express and, and be gener express your generosity here at Akuo and, and, and show and, and help us uh, push that idea and, and the knowing of Jesus to the world is through the biblical method of generosity called tithing. It's one of the many ways you can do that, by sacrificially giving through a tithe. And that just means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. Now, that might be, not be a possibility for you right now, and, and I totally understand. Things are tough in the world, and, and they could be tough for you and your family. And if things are tough for you right now, please allow us to help you out. Help us help you. We wanna be linked to you during your tough time, so if you need anything at all, reach out to us. Or if you know someone that needs help, let us know. We are happy to pay for a phone bill, or a light bill, or water, or um, to help you get a bus pass, or whatever it might be. Now to do that, all you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send me an email directly at humby.sedveta at akuo.church, and you can call or text the church at 210-901-8785. Now, if you are willing to tithe here to Kuo Church, the way that you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. Now, when you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have the text to tithe option. For that, all you have to do is text Akuo, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you wanna tithe to the number 77977. If you don't wanna give electronically, we also have our PO box available if you'd like to send your tithe through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail your tithe to Akuo at PO box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. All right, everyone, that's all that I have for you today. I just want you to know that I love and appreciate all of you so much, and we will continue to pray for you now and throughout the rest of the year, just like we always have. So before we go, let me pray over you 
one last time. So Jesus, as everyone turns off their TVs, puts away their phone and logs out of their computer, I pray that you'd be speaking to them. And I pray that they'd be able to hear from you this week and every week after that. I pray that you would remind everyone to use your name when they are in prayer. And I pray that you would remind everyone to pray for things that are going to glorify you. Thank you for everything, Jesus. We love you so much. We pray all of these things in your name. Amen. All right, guys, it's all that we have for you this week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.